Welcome to the Nonprofit Hub Radio Podcast, where we highlight nonprofit innovators, leaders, and influencers every week that are changing the sector for the better. I'm your host, Delaney Mullinex, Executive Director of Nonprofit Hub. If you're not for profit and all for purpose, you're in the right place. You see, we know you're already doing good, but we've designed this podcast to help nonprofit professionals find growth, joy, and connection. So tune in weekly for new episodes to elevate your cause, spread the news, and share the resources we share with you. We'd like to thank Neon One for sponsoring today's episode of the Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast. Neon One envisions a world where nonprofits are empowered with the technology and resources to build a community of generosity. Join 6,500 other organizations and accelerate your work with a connected nonprofit platform. Learn more at neonone.com slash nonprofit hub. That's neonone.com slash nonprofit hub. Hello, everybody. I am excited to welcome the guest on this episode of the Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast. David Wax joins us from Handwritten. This is a service that allows nonprofits to scale their handwritten notes. Um, David is a very successful entrepreneur. He has led several successful companies in the areas of marketing, and he knows a thing or two about why personalization is so important in building a donor or a customer experience. So stay tuned and check out this episode of the Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast. David, please tell us a little bit more about you and who you are. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited. And I think this is my first live stream, at least in a long time. Um, So Handwritten is the largest provider of automated handwritten notes in the world. We do this with our fleet of robots. We have 175 robots. Each one holds a real pen and writes out your notes in the handwriting style of your choice. Uh, We currently have like 35 formats or styles that are available to everybody. And then we have a lot of people, including nonprofits that design their own. And we, you know, the big push for nonprofits is really donor engagement and redonation rates. And I can talk a ton about that. Um, But it's really about making sure that your donors get thanked appropriately so they feel um, uh, appreciated. Mm-hmm. So we we do work with a number of very, very large nonprofits and small nonprofits. We're just as proud as that of them. And then we also work with a number of very large retailers, mortgage brokers, lawyers, veterinarian clinics across the board. And actually a lot of those examples and learnings we've taken from the for-profit space apply directly to nonprofits. So happy right. to discuss that as well. Right. But the reason I got into this just real quick is prior to handwritten, which I've been doing for nine years, I ran a text messaging company before the iPhone came out and ran that until after the iPhone came out and continued on. And I realized that what we were doing was kind of part of noise in that everybody was getting so many texts and emails and tweets and slacks that, um, you know, there needed to be a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's totally true. And I, we really don't get a lot of mail anymore. <laughs> like, no. I can go uh, days without having to check my mailbox. Like, exactly. The least leveraged mailbox is the one at the end of your driveway. You know, yeah. everybody's hitting your electronic mailboxes. But to get anything of real value in your actual mailbox is few and far between. I think the average consumer gets between one and three handwritten mailings every month. So it's very, very few. Yeah. Well, um, 
I mean, I'd love to, to know a little bit more about like how the company started. I mean, how did how did you decide to start this company? Yeah. So basically, um, you know, in 2004, I became a messaging guy with this text messaging platform. We grew to do um, pretty large campaigns for companies like Abercrombie and Fitch and Toys R Us and Sam's Club. Um, and then I decided I sold that company and I had to figure out what I want to do next uh, because I. I'm not one to sit idly by. And I thought, gee, you know, every time I receive a handwritten note or one of my employees receive a handwritten note, I always see it on display, not only open and read, but on display. It was on their bookshelf behind them or on their desk or at home. If you didn't have a stainless steel fridge, it was often magnetized to the fridge. So I thought, what can I do to scale this in an authentic seeming way? Now, I know a big argument is these things are phony. Um, and happy to chat about that. But even if somebody realizes it's phony, at least you've done something different than everybody else out there. And everybody that gets the Christmas card from Biden or Trump or whomever, um, they still put those on display, even though they know Biden or, Trump or whomever didn't <laughs> yeah. sit down and write it, right? Yeah. So I would say you'd be hard pressed to know it was written by a robot unless somebody asks you, was this written by a robot? Um, you you would never know. Um, and then even if you did know, at least it stands out in the mail versus um, versus print and, and all the other gimmicks out there. Correct. Yes, I think that's all true. And we'll definitely talk more about um, speaking against that. This this is like phony or it like disregards the personal touch. Yeah. That is the whole purpose of sending something that's handwritten. But um, I mean, <laughs> I've gotten one of these in the mail from from a from an employee on your team and they're absolutely incredible. Like I would have never known that this was done by a robot. And the fact that you can even adjust, it's not like you go on and like you choose a font, right? Like you can literally have it created to be your handwriting. Right. Yeah, we do have a number like 35 or so available. Those have all been really crafted to make them look realistic. There right. are some in there that I would not recommend. Um, some of our early days handwriting styles, um, Fancy Jenna and Messy Michael. Fancy Jenna's way too fancy. Nobody would write like that, not even a wedding <laughs> invite. And Messy Michael is, we probably just need to revamp those two fonts and make them a, a bit more realistic. They are from the early days and they're actually inherited from when we used to use auto pens, which are kind of the old technology in this space. Okay. Um, now everything is all designed up for our robots. And, um, you know, we have, if, if it's a, a, a custom style, meaning a handwriting style that you design or one of our other clients design, I will literally see it coming off the robot. I will see the robot write it. And as soon as it drops into that tray, the, I wouldn't know. And it right. baffles me, you know, especially if you have it signed with your signature or whatever. Um, it's it's um, it's very powerful. And then on top of that, it's not just the handwriting, but it's the whole suite of tools. It's we help you design your own. You can go on our website and design your own card. So it can have your logo on the front and your a, a cause statement on the back, whatever it can even have a message on the in, uh, on the inside printed on the opposite side as you're writing. Um, we help you with keeping up with birthdays and anniversaries or donation anniversaries. And um, you can do prospecting on a map. That's why I was doing that circle. You can yeah. draw an area on a map and, and prospect. Um, we're coming out with more features all the time, but our biggest thing that we try to do is we try to help our clients automate 
So whether this is tying into a Zapier flow for your clients, then it was Zapier is, um, we are coming out with a BlackBot integration. Um, we have a couple clients using BlackBot and that's been interesting. So uh, hopefully within the next month or so, you should see a full release on our BlackBot integration, but it's all about making it easy and hopefully making it automatic because even if we make it the easiest thing in the world, unless we automate it for people, eventually it's going to fall off their plate. So um, our whole goal is to help you automate your handwritten notes so that everybody has the same nurturing client experience or donor experience. Right. Yeah. Automation is important. Anything that you can take off of your plate and create, you know, more brain capacity to work on other things that's you need to do that, especially in a nonprofit, a small nonprofit, like we know you're wearing too many hats. Um, So when you have something that is as close to, you know, real as it can possibly be without you writing it yourself, um, I think it's worth taking a look into. Um, And to your point about like the the automations and integrating with Zapier. Um, you also just came up with something I noticed, or maybe a new enhancement is that you actually know when something is delivered to someone. Yeah. We, because of our volumes, we've tied in with the post office for delivery confirmations or delivery tracking. So now when you send out a note on our platform, we will email you when it actually gets delivered. Yeah. So if you're looking to do any sort of follow-up email campaigns or call campaigns after your mail pieces are delivered, we can help you with that. So it's really exciting. We're in, we're in a bit early days. We do want to add that to some of our automation webhooks and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's really exciting and it's very cost-effective. It's just a dollar to add that um, to any out- outbound mailing. So yeah. yeah. We're excited. And I think it's my understanding we're the only company in our space that offers that. Yeah. I mean, and it's so important because there are so many different things that you can do to prospect for donors, to engage with your donors, to thank your donors. And it's kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall if you're not even following up on it. Um, So like how how, amazing could that be if you know that someone got a letter, right? Like the more information you have about how you're engaging with your donors, the better. Um, and I mean, it's just like having that information to be able to like, yeah, you might personalize the note, but you can further personalize emails in the future and be like, Hey, like, did you get our, did we, did you get the letter? Exactly. Or, um, we saw that you got this letter, like, have you taken a chance to look at it or, you know, so much you can do with that, um, to further personalize. Um, a hundred percent. Yeah. We, um, for, from a sales perspective for us, it's, you know, we send out handwritten notes to our prospective clients and then we know when they're delivered and then we call them, we say, have you received yeah. it? They say, yeah. And then it helps us close the deal. So a hundred percent, but yeah, these, these can be used in all industries and we do have the prospecting. So if you have an area that you're covering, you know, maybe you're doing something with inner city in Chicago, well, you could then target the affluent areas of Chicago and send them all a mailing or something like that. Yeah. So, and that data is free. We don't charge um, for any of the data. We, it costs us money, but we pass it on as a value add. So um, we're, we're happy to help there, but there's a whole lot of ways. And I'd say the number one thing we do is help clients of all types, whether nonprofit or for-profit be grateful and, and, and share thanks in a, yeah unique way that gets opened and read 
because one of the staggering stats, and I'm sure you know about it better than I do, is the sub 50% redonation rate that most nonprofits experience. And attracting donors is very expensive. And if we can help you engage them and drive those donation rates up, I mean, that's that's the best thing we can do for you. Right. And when when these donors, perhaps I'm giving away too much on the teaser of this podcast, but when, you know, the number one reason people don't redonate, according to surveys other people have put out, is they don't feel thanked. And it could be they got an email that they considered spam or th- looked too automated and it didn't yeah. feel genuine. Yep. You know, it, it was just like, oh, okay, thanks for that email. I'm not thanked. Or yep. it could be a printed mailer that they got that they thought was a bill and they threw yeah. out. Yeah. But if you send them a handwritten note, their stats show they are going to open it. It will seem authentic and they will seem thanked. Yeah. Which is great, even if you're not trying to drive donation rates, if you're just trying to, be grateful, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of our secret sauce in the space is just helping you be grateful and get um, get recognized for being grateful. Yeah, yeah. I laugh because I think the other week I got I don't know if it was a donation to somewhere, but I got an email within seconds of like hitting a submit button, and it was supposed to look like an email yeah. coming directly from like the president or like the CEO. And I'm like, I obviously know this wasn't him. <laughs> it's, it was 0.5 <laughs> seconds ago that I submitted it. Right. So there's also well, that's why he's the CEO. He's very, <laughs> he's right. Yeah. On, you know, you can't top that um, it's meritocracy. Yeah. So there's obviously like an R also right to the follow-up and like when it should be sent and all of that. So, um, I mean, so why, why is personalization so important to building a donor experience and a customer experience? I think anything you can do to to relate to anybody in any sales process um, or retention process is going to make a huge difference. Personalization also helps with getting people to notice you and not consider it spam right? Whether it's a handwritten note spam or an email spam, if you make it seem very personal, there's less likelihood they're going to think it's automated. Now, I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth because this is highly automated, but there's ways to do it that really set you apart. For example, um, we work with a nonprofit that helps on disaster sites. They will include details in after your specific donation. So if you gave on a Friday, maybe two weeks later, they'll send you an update saying, you know, your money went to help the people in Hawaii. These are the um, types of efforts we've done to assist that community. And yeah. it, in the case of nonprofits, it might not be that personal, but at least it's timely and relevant. Yeah. For um, for retailers, we've done um, kind of uh, recommendations. So, oh, you bought this purse. Have you considered this other item that our clients say goes well with that purse. So if we send out 10,000 handwritten notes, they they each might have a different recommendation in it given whatever other products the person bought. So that's worked really well. Um, you know, for for the nonprofits, it could just be as simple as including their name in it. And um, it was so nice seeing you at the latest fundraising event, whatever. You can put these little snippets in that we insert into the note with the rest of the boilerplate. So it was so great seeing you at, you know, this fundraiser. Thank you so much for your donation of X. 
you know, all those little details really make the notes stand out where it doesn't seem like, you know, we appreciate your donation and then a signature of a CEO. So those are the types of things that really, I think, help you stand out. It is very nuanced in nonprofits, so it's a little bit harder. But, um, you know, the results that we've seen have have really um, kind of spoken for themselves and, and our clients. And unfortunately, we keep all of our clients um, in our pocket. We, we, we don't mention client names for obvious reasons. Nobody wants to be seen as sending um, fake handwritten notes. But a lot of the nonprofits we work with have been with us for five or seven years. Wow. So um, I have to assume they're happy with the service and, sure. and um, you know like what, like the results they're seeing. Right. I mean, I have to just, again, speak to this doubt that what, what people are getting in the mail doesn't look real. Um, I had a, I mean, we have to send, there's so many people that like our organization nonprofit help could thank on a daily basis. And it's like, right. Like it's just impossible. There's no way that I could possibly write a thank you letter to all of the people that I would want to thank. Right. Like today I could send a thank you letter to every single person I had a meeting with. I could send a thank you letter to you for joining us on the podcast. I mean, it's literally not, it's, it's endless. The amount of things that I could send uh, to, um, but another one of the things that I, I want to personalize and handwrite, um, is, you know, cause we're, you know, we're also an organization that gets outside support from, from the community in the form of sponsorship. And so every sponsor, I want to write something to. Um, and one of the things that we use direct mail for, which is another thing that I kind of want to hit on in our conversation is, um, sponsor prospecting and sponsor recruitment, um, to send information on like this event is available to sponsor and like kind of get capture their attention through direct mail. And I laugh because when I, when I made these postcards, I wanted to put like a sticky note on the postcard that like drew specific attention to like a call to action. Yeah. Um, but I wanted the postcard that wanted the sticky note to look like I had, you know, jotted a note on it and like slapped it on the thing before I like put it in the mail. Yeah. And obviously I can't do that to like 400 sponsor prospects. So what I did was, and this is like, this is the, this is the workaround that I found to like save money. This is like what nonprofits do or scrappy. Okay. So I literally wrote the note, like I would on a sticky note. I took a photo of it on my phone and then I sent it to my computer so that I could edit it in Canva to make the background transparent and the font dark enough of my own writing in order to make that a new image and post onto smart. Yeah. A sticky note template that I could order. (laughs) Yeah. Did it work? (laughs) I used that. Um, but I, I still have like the, my whole point of the story is that it still was a printed font. Yeah. Right. You like, can get close image. though. Yeah. It yeah. was like a photocopy of font, whereas yours is actual pen on paper. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's the, the ink smudges people. That's the most, you know, does the ink smudge. Yeah. It's a, a pilot G2 ballpoint pen. And it's funny, Pilot actually got in touch with us and I guess has been promoting us because they think it's Oh, cool. nice. That is cool. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, so it's a Pilot G2 ballpoint in blue. Why blue? Well, for whatever reason, it looks a little bit more realistic, mm-hmm. I, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, we've done sticky note campaigns. I mean, I think for your use case where it's the same message every time, it's, yep. you know, it could look very realistic what you're doing. But if you have to start personalizing with you know, hey, Joe, check this yeah. out. Then it becomes a little harder. Mm-hmm. People all also ask us, 
do you leave an indentation on the paper? And, you know, we're writing on thick cardstock. I've tried my darndest with my hand to indent on the paper. Yeah. Very rarely do I get an indentation. It's not like we're, um, you know, what's the term? Uh, anger scrawling. What, you know, we're, we're not like basically screaming on the paper. So we get about as much indentation as you would from a human. Yeah. Um, but that is a common question. Oh, there's no indentation. Well, you know, right on the same card, this is an actual handwritten note. Um, I don't see any indentation here either. So, right. you know, so that's something. But um, the the card is written out in pen. The envelope is written out in the same handwriting and the same type of pen. We put a real stamp on it, which is a cost. Stamps are not cheap at 66 no. cents now, which is kind of bonkers. Um, if you think it's bonkers here, try in Europe and Canada. It's truly bonkers. Oh but um, if you want to put nonprofit postage on it, which I know you guys get a break on, we can mail it back to you ready for stamping. And then you just have to have somebody sit there and stamp them out. Yeah. Um, but everything else we can do for you. We are looking at bringing nonprofit stamps in. We just have to figure out the machinations. We'd still probably ship it back to you for mailing, just given your mailing codes and all that stuff. Um, but that is in the works as well. So yeah, I mean, the whole thing looks realistic. And what we've seen is that it, it leads to about three times the open rate compared to a regular um, printed envelope. And you know, we work with a lot of car dealerships and they're doing print stuff all the time. Yeah. They've told us that it's a 27 times greater response rate to print. So if they wow. have an offer, they want you to come into your dealership and test drive the latest, whatever. If they send you that with a, a mailed regular piece, print piece, compared to a handwritten note, they get 27 times more people on the handwritten note. So I wouldn't say use this every time. Mm -hmm. it's, it can get expensive and just like email and text and print, it, you can fatigue people. But I'd say, you know, try to mix it in with your other marketing. Additionally, the shorter, the better. You know, um, one way this passes the sniff test is if you keep your message really short. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, it makes us, it allows us to make the font much bigger and that looks more realistic. If you start writing a novel, we'll, First of all, we'll cap you, depending on the card, at 500 to 600 characters. But second of all, I wouldn't go anywhere near 600 characters. I mean, right. that is very, that's a that's a novel, you know? And yeah. will people believe that you took- You sat there and you wrote that, yeah. Yeah, nobody's going to believe that. I would say three to four sentences, you yeah. know? Um, thank you so much for your donation of whatever. This is really going to help our cause. And, you know, especially, you know, on these three fronts- hope to see you or talk to you soon, all the best. You know, something um, very, very short and sweet. You don't want to get into a lot of detail. You could always pre-print those details on the card or include an insert with more details or a QR code with more details. There's a lot of ways to do it, but but to, to write all that, nobody's going to believe you. People yeah. ask us all the time, will you write letters? And we say, yeah, but nobody's going to believe you and it's going to cost you a fortune because- we have to charge based on the the time it takes for us to generate that note, and if it's a if it's a full letter, it takes two to three times as long. Right. So it's going to be very expensive, and it's not going to work anyway. Yeah, super interesting. I mean, it sounds like you guys are continuing to learn and like a, a, you know adapt to like best practices that like you know to be true and make it even more realistic as you as you continue to grow and learn. We're um, trying. We're also we are, you know. 
we don't want to rip anybody off. So we'll tell you if we think that tactic's a bad tactic, you know, and and we'll, we'll try to brainstorm with you other ways to get around things. Build momentum and be unstoppable at the 2023 Cause Camp Nonprofit Conference. Cause Camp is named one of the top nonprofit conferences of the year. Everyone who attends the conference is there to work with you to solve real issues facing your organization from trivial to complex. Level up your professional knowledge and the strategies of your organization with insights from the top minds in the sector. Get to know nonprofit peers nationwide at pre and post show events and visit over 35 resource and solution providers in Camper Village. Join us on September 14th and 15th on America's Rock and Roller Coast in Huron, Ohio. For more than 150 years, people have chosen the Lake Erie region as their destination to connect with each other and create new memories. Grab your ticket at www.cause.camp and reignite your purpose at Cause Camp 2023. Hi, this is Kevin Burgess, the editor of the Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast. Spreadsheets and clunky databases take so much time to manage and leave many opportunities on the table for nonprofits. With Neon One, you can take a modern approach to donor engagement and easily stay connected with your constituents. In today's environment, managing donors, members, volunteers, fundraising, and grants should happen in a secure and user-friendly environment. See how Nonprofit One enables nonprofits to leave the spreadsheets and outdated databases behind with a connected nonprofit platform. Visit neonone.com slash nonprofit hub. That's neonone.com slash nonprofit hub. Now let's get back to today's episode. Um, you know, you talked a lot about typically nonprofits and kind of where it all started was the ability to show gratitude um, to donors for their donate for their support. Um what else can nonprofits use handwritten notes for outside of thanking donors? hundred um, percent. Yeah. Um, I would say you want to stay in front of that donor two to four times a year. So birthday cards, which we can fully automate for you. You basically upload your contacts, you upload their birthdays and we automate that. Or through a Zapier campaign, we can automate from your existing donor management system, but birthday cards, Potentially, and I did a whole presentation about this, but potentially on a non-branded stationery mm-hmm. where it's, you know, it just looks like you went to the store and got a card and you wrote them a, th- a happy birthday card. You know, that could be a tactic or on a branded stationery. It doesn't matter. But, you know, think about how those might impact your donor relationship. But that's an additional touch point. Yeah. Christmas or Hanukkah, you know, the holidays is certainly an additional touch point. So right there, you have three between after donation, holiday and uh, birthday. And then if you had a fourth drive once a year, and maybe in that one, you include a donor envelope um, saying, I just wanted to include a handwritten note to thank you for your past donations. Um, we'd love to see you, you know, your continued support at this time or whatever. Yeah. And then we can include that donor envelope with that note. So it's really just keeping that cadence up, staying top of mind. What um, have you seen anyone use it for uh, event invitation? We have. We don't on our website. We don't have any templates for events, to my knowledge. We might have one or two. You're invited, um, but we have seen people do that as well as obviously following up from an event. Um, 
yeah, I mean, we're happy to sit down with you and, and brainstorm or your your clients and, and brainstorm that further. But I, yeah, we we have done that on occasion. I I can't speak to results from it, but yeah, yeah. I, I know we've done that on occasion. Yeah, the reason I ask is because you know, and back to this whole concept of of sponsorship, I attended a really awesome workshop in my local. Um, something that my local nonprofit association offered. And they had this concept of a clutter buster. <laughs> I know it's an absolutely ridiculous name, but if you can get onto someone's desk um, and like bust through everything else that's like on their desk and like capture their attention, like the more, the more beneficial it's going to be. So it's like worth the extra time to, um, to get something like a handwritten card because they're going to want to look at it. Um, before all the, yeah. um, you know, I, this is unrelated. Well, I have two stories. Number one, um, and this is completely unrelated, but a piano tuner that uses our service to, and after tuning somebody's piano, he sends them a handwritten note. You only need your piano tuned once a year. So he sends you the thank you note right after tuning your piano, thanking for the opportunity to be in your house and, and handle that for you. Yeah. A year later, when he goes back to tune your piano again, he has told us that he often sees that note sitting up on the piano still a year later. So if you're talking about stickiness, I mean, it, it kind of blows me away where people will hold on and savor these. I mean, you cannot, you know, if you're talking marketing, you cannot buy that space. Like I cannot buy billboard space on your piano, but people are willing to put it up there. My last business text messaging who would print out a text message and stick it to the piano, right? Yeah. But it's so unique and it's that constant reinforcement that, you know, you're a trusted partner yeah. or you care about them. And then know, it matters. Sit, yeah. yeah. And every time they sit down, they use that. Now in that note, it doesn't say, here's a coupon for your next piano tuning or please refer me to your friends. It's what I call a full stop thank you. It's just thank you. And when you just say thank you, sometimes that's the most powerful thing um, of all. Um, another example, I have two more. One is somebody tried to get in front of me to sell me SEO services, or I, I don't know. I don't even know. Um, but instead of sending me a print, a print mail or a handwritten note, they took the tactic of sending me a FedEx. And in that FedEx was this like card, this thick card. And when I opened it, there was a little video screen in there. And then it had some corporate blather on the video that I, I couldn't watch. It was just really corporate and, and, and silly. But all it made me think being the geek that I am is number one, what's in this thing to make it work? How, you know, what little video screen technology is in there? Yeah. And sounds for, crazy. <laughs> you know, n number two, how much did this cost? Yeah. Right. Like, how much margin are they making on me potentially as a client where they can then blow this? And I was just like, you know, this is going to cost them a fortune. So they're clearly spending a lot of money outside of helping my SEO efforts. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing I thought is, gee, they should know who they're talking to and just send the person they're talking to a handwritten note. Mm -hmm. But with all that, it would have worked much better. I wouldn't have gotten distracted distracted by how does this work if they sent me a handwritten note and I wouldn't have gotten distracted by how much did this cost if it was a handwritten note because it would have seemed so much more natural. So I feel like people jump through hoops to do something crazy when sometimes old things that are proven to work yeah. 
you know, could work just as well. Um, another example, also outside a nonprofit, because, uh, um, you know, our, our, our nonprofit use cases tend to kind of be along the same thinking and redonation, yeah. that type of thing. But we work with a snack box company that sends um, snacks to your office on a monthly cadence. And then um, if they happen to have an issue sending snacks or they forget or they, you know, your snacks come all busted up or whatever, they'll send you a handwritten note and more snacks apologizing for the mistake and, you know, hoping to rebuild your business. What they found is those customers that have had the screw up and win back campaign consisting of the handwritten note and the, the swag actually have a higher lifetime value than people that were never screwed up in the first place. Now, part of that is the handwritten note, part of it is the snacks, you know, or the swag or whatever. But what they decided to do was screw up with everybody. <laughs> and by screwing up with everybody, everybody's lifetime value goes up. So it's just interesting how people have leveraged this to, you know, they see the value and they see that creating that connection, you know, screwing up is a connection opportunity, you know, can, uh, if you, as long as you don't do it again. Right. Like, right. I mean, uh, and it shows they're paying attention, like yeah. that they screwed up, they're paying attention to the fact that they screwed up and they're making it right. Um, I think a lot of times you just feel like, you know, a number, like that company doesn't know you exist, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, people don't think, you know, again, you're a number and we live in this culture these days. It's like an entitlement society where everybody thinks, yeah, of course, you donate to my nonprofit. Why wouldn't you? Well, there's a million other nonprofits. Um, we work with One Tree Planted, where we'll plant a tree for every hundred cards we mail. And somebody told, you know, after we did this, now we're up to like five thousand trees or something. Somebody's like, oh, you should have talked to this other similar thing. And you know, so there's there's duplicates and everything, and yeah. really taking the time to say, gee, um, gee, thank you so much for spending your money with us versus something else is is very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, we've talked about this a little bit, but there's a lot of misconception that direct mail is ineffective. What are your thoughts on that? Is that myth or reality? From what I've seen, direct prints, um, you know, junk mail, is live, living up to that. I think the response rate is sub 4% mm -hmm. on those types of pieces. However, you could get creative there too. Obviously, you can print on the outside of the envelope. You can do lumpy mail, which is a old marketing trick where you include something in that envelope that's that makes you want to open it. So that could be a packet of seeds or you know whatever. Um, one of our clients includes uh, military badges with their with their cards, so you could do that. And then, obviously, even if you don't use us to write the note, if you're just to use us or a company like us or do it yourself to write the envelope, you will greatly increase the open rate of those envelopes. Um, so, honestly, and I, I should have started with this. I'm not really here to push my company. I'm here to push the magic art of handwritten notes right. and just printing, uh, writing on that envelope will, will make a huge, a huge impact. Um, personally, I know when I go to the mailbox, I can smell junk mail a mile away and it just goes straight into the recycler. So yeah, I just have to know. If I I'm mean, right. it's true. Like, do you get the notifications that tells you what's being delivered today? 
Uh, my wife does. Yeah. Okay. And there's an image of what the envelope looks like. Yeah. And yeah. I only care or get excited if I see a handwritten envelope. So I'm like, oh, it's like for one of my friends or like there's another <laughs> yeah, baby exactly. shower that I have to go to. Right. Like, I don't know. It's probably a baby shower or a bridal shower or something, but I'm still like, oh, that's <laughs> going to be exciting to open. Um, and nothing else. <laughs> gonna be yeah. Exciting. The rest, the rest is a chore. <laughs> when I get handwritten notes, they're kind of like I'll soak there and I'll filter and I'll throw away everything else. And then I put the, I put the handwritten notes at the back because Save that's kind of dessert. Yeah. You know, let me yeah, first, I do the same. let me first open and rip up everything else. And then, then I have dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, well, where can listeners find you connect with you, learn more? Yeah. So please visit handwritten.com. It's H A N D W R Y T T E N.com. A um, couple things there. Number one, the business tab. If you click that, you can request a sample kit sent to you. Please do that. See for yourself if it if it looks real. Um, I you know I can convince you all I want, but you know I'm the founder of the company, so of course I'm going to say it looks real. But please, you know, find out for yourself if that looks real. Number two, if you go there and you click resources at the bottom of the resources tab, there's webinars. And we do have a webinar coming up. I don't have the date off the top of my head for nonprofits. So please register for that and be on the lookout for that. We also on our YouTube channel, um, which you can find at the bottom of our website, that we have a video for for nonprofits there too. Um, But you can connect with me directly, David, um, just like you think, at handwritten.com. And handwritten spelled H-A-N-D-W-R-Y-T-T-E-N. So handwritten with a Y and happy to uh, answer any of your questions. Wonderful. Yeah. And we'll make sure that we have that spelling in the, in the correct website link in all the podcast notes and, um, you know, take advantage of the, of the webinar that handwritten made possible on nonprofit hub in the past about how to express gratitude. Um, I believe that was, you know, really timely around year and giving and, um, showing gratitude at that season anyways. Um, so we'll make sure to link to that resource as well. Um, we always try to include a segment at the end called good news for nonprofits. Um, David, is there any good news you'd like to leave with our listeners today? I mean, my good news is we're finally coming out with the BlackBot integration. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If there are a lot of yeah, BlackBot users. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, BlackBot, from what I hear, is a black box, but we figured out a way to integrate with it. Um, so that's that's been our good news. Um, yeah. I mean, I went to a nonprofit, you know, I don't know if this is good news, but I went to a nonprofit conference here in Arizona and I was just blown away by the number of um, thoughtful people starting nonprofits and just mm-hmm. donating everything. And I, I just want to thank everybody for, for all the work they're doing because, you know, it, it's incredible. And, you know, I'm just a guy that sends handwritten notes and everybody else is doing the hard work. So <laughs> thank you um, for that. But yeah, our good news is BlackBot, I guess. Yeah, no, congratulations. And yeah, I echo your sentiment to, to those of you who are out there, um, you know, fighting the toughest challenges of our time. Um, handwritten nonprofit hub we're all here to support you um in the meantime and we will talk to you guys next week on the next episode of the nonprofit hub radio podcast bye guys thanks delaney Thanks for joining us for this Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast episode. For more resources on fundraising, marketing, and all things nonprofit, be sure to check out the number one nonprofit toolbox at nonprofithub.org. 
We hope you'll join us next week for another episode of the Nonprofit Hub radio podcast.